0: Welcome back, mother lovers, to a brand new episode of Last Call at McLaren's, the best damn How I Met Your Mother podcast on the internet. Say I am your host. What? 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 That's right. Come at us, bro. <laughs> I am your yellow host. Hello, Umbrella Podcast. Yeah. And, and there's another one. uh Hey, Beautiful, I think is one.
1: Aw, you didn't have to call me
0: Beautiful. Hmm. How, How I Met Your Podcast. Things like that. I don't even know yeah. if that one's still going, honestly. I have no idea. But uh, this one is definitely still going, and it's going to go Hell strong, yeah. folks. Don't you worry. Uh, I am your host, Josh, here with my best friend, John. How you doing, man?
1: Dude, I am great. It is a beautiful day out. It's finally starting to look kind of springish outside.
0: Yeah. You wouldn't know if you looked at the weather app that I, that I got. It's like eight degrees where I am. But it does not feel like that. You know, I went outside. I was like, there's no wind. So it actually felt Okay. I was surprised.
1: That's what I'm saying like without like the freaking wind chill and shit like that, it feels warmer than they claim.
0: Yeah, oh, absolutely. And I can I can deal with it if there's no wind. Although when it gets all windy and shit, nah. <laughs> That's why I got to pull a scarf out and I'm like, I don't, wanna do I don't want like, to do that.
1: I'm like, oh, man, it's snowing and blowing really hard. I guess I should really wear a good hoodie.
0: <laughs> guess I should put shoes on and not sa- not sandals. <laughs> yeah. Uh but yes folks we are here with another episode of How I Met Your Mother season 2 episode 10 single stamina. You know last week we covered slap bet one of the best episodes out there.
1: Hell, now we're yeah.
0: now we're into single stamina we're going to meet a meet a new character that we haven't actually met yet. And I, and I love this guy. We're finally going to meet Barney's brother James. Yeah, played by Wayne Brady. Yeah man I love it. Uh, I, I, his character is is, is fantastic. I, I don't know. Um I've always Anytime he pops up it, is enjoyable,
1: I think. Oh dude, I I love his appearances. Yeah.
0: All right. So this episode aired November 27th of 2006. Uh so this was a just after Thanksgiving episode, but they hadn't done one yet cuz uh we don't actually get the first Thanksgiving until next season. Yeah. Which uh it slaps giving, which uh well, uh, I'll, be, I'll be bringing into the conversation at the end of the episode. Uh, yeah, so a little teaser there for you folks. Uh, so this episode is directed by Pamela Fryman, of course. The great Pamela Fryman. And written by Kristen Newman. Now, this is her second and final episode of How I Met Your Mother, uh, as far as writing goes. Um, she also uh, wrote the Ted Mosby Architect episode.
1: Sad Mosby, architect. Yeah,
0: and she uh, co-executive produced the entirety of season two. Oh,
1: nice!
0: Uh, yeah, she also uh, recently served as a co-executive producer on the Hulu show uh, Only Murders in the Building, which I have watched and is very good. I highly recommend it. Uh, and she served as a uh, writer on shows like The Neighbors, Chuck, and That Seventies Show. Ooh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. All right. So the summary for this episode. Barney's gay black brother comes to town to serve as his wingman, and the gang discovers a secret he is keeping from Barney. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, so like I said, we get to finally meet uh, Barney's brother James in this episode. Also, another uh, note uh, about this episode, every single member of the group, including James, wears purple in this episode at one point I noticed that. Time. Yeah, I was like, it, it, it starts off hot, I was like, oh, there's like three of them in one shot. And then I, and then I noticed another person. I was like, huh. So I started, I was like keeping tabs on this one, like real close to see. And we don't get the last one until like the very end of the episode. Yeah. So I was like, interesting. I don't know what it all means, but I'm interested to hear your thoughts when we get through all of that. Uh, all right. So let's get into this. You ready to talk? How I Met Your Mother, John? Always. All right. So the episode starts off with future Ted. Talking about how great winter in New York is, which fuck you, man.
1: <laughs> I mean, maybe I don't in New care York York how City. pretty
0: yeah, I don't care how pretty it is, man. Winters in New York suck.
1: Yeah, but you gotta realize though, the big difference is they're in New York City where there's a lot to do and a lot to see, and it's well, well yeah, better still, contained.
0: That's we live in true, like but they still live on the ocean. True. Like I feel like like we get where you live now where i used to live, lake effects snow is a thing i mean i have to assume that there's like that being by the <coughs> ocean is just as bad I, I i don't know but i know being by I, on a lake is terrible it is because it,
1: it either protects you yeah. or fucks you
0: yeah and when it fucks you it fucks you hard it's november <laughs> yeah it's uh not good stuff um, and so Ted, Robin, Marshall, Lily, they're all in what is called he's calling a couple's hibernation at this stage. You know, they want to stay in, they want to, you know, drink you know, hot cocoa and coffee and just be in their PJs and be real snuggled in and, and nice and warm and not go out, uh, which is the opposite of what Barney wants to do. He is desperately trying to get them to go out uh, with him for various reasons. Oh, yeah. He's
1: got like a series of things he wants to do.
0: Yeah. And so and they're, they're like, nah, we're not doing this. Uh, and so Barney has to resort to bringing in reinforcements. Uh, and he finds himself a brand new wingman in his brother. Jake. Like how you blinked on the name wingman? Yes, I did. You're like, brand it's, new. A, it's a thing, you know, it's a bird person, you know, <laughs> a brand new bird person. I'm going to start calling you my bird person. How's that? Fair sound? enough. All right. I can respect that. Squawk, squawk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> chirp, chirp, motherfucker. It's funny because before he brings James in, we get a, a little shot of him at the bar, trying to play the, have you met with himself, Yes. And, it's have you met me? And it just fails spectacularly, so bad. And
1: she was hot; like she yeah. was a really good-looking girl.
0: Have you ever tried to do that by yourself? No. I mean, I I don't see a situation where that's really gonna work. I just, I just really don't see that that working out very well for anybody. I
1: don't. I don't typically see have you met Josh working very well in public though either, because like. For one, we're not the kind of girl uh, guys that girls like want, you know, typically. Yeah,
0: yeah, we're not the, the good looking dudes like Barney and James are. You know, I'm just saying, Yeah,
1: nope, that's why I just started growing out this wicked beard and said, fuck it.
0: Hells yeah, man. The ladies do like my hair, so I will say that I got that going for me. That's about it. <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> Uh, uh so like i said he calls in reinforcements uh his brother james comes into town but robin is the only one who has not met james yet and all they tell her about him other than you know he's just like barney and everything is that he's gay so we know and i think uh, that's, this that's a fair gay.
1: i think that's a fair assessment i mean he's gay that's all you need to know
0: <laughs> until he walks in the door and she sees that he's also a black guy and uh obviously ted did this to mess with her to see what her reaction would be i love uh, his
1: response though i guess i just don't see color like that like
0: yeah <laughs> oh man it was it's was so funny he's just just messing with her and uh and i love that because they're in that stage of their relationship where they can do that yeah yeah uh and so this is in this scene this is where i first noticed it marshall is wearing a purple hoodie Barney's wearing his like purple shirt and tie combo. And then J- when James walks in, he's also wearing a purple tie. So a lot mm-hmm. of purple going on in this first in this first meeting of, of of James scene. A lot going on there. I don't uh don't necessarily know why Marshall, like how it would fit in with him, but like I said, everybody wears purple well, at some point. Sometimes
1: it's episode. not about the person, it's just about the color being there.
0: About the situation happening. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, uh, I I could see that a lot, a lot, a lot is going on. And
1: Marshall is, is kind of hesitant to wanting to go out in this scene. Like he uses the whole like I've got soup belly. Like,
0: it's true, he does have soup belly. <laughs> I gotta say, man, warm soup belly that's a good, that's a good feeling.
1: What kind of soup?
0: I like uh, I make a homemade cheddar potato. It's good. Ooh, you do it's, it is it's so good, and I could fill my belly. I might do that for lunch today. I got a bunch in my fridge right now it's going to be delicious. <laughs> I'm going to take that
1: 3-hour drive. I'll
0: be there. Oh, hey man, I got plenty sitting there, so you're more than more than welcome. <laughs> uh but yeah, so James and Barney are very much alike. You know, we got the suits, we've got the use of legendary. Uh even they even both have a blog. Yeah. And and, and James even uses the phrase please. Now well- and I thought that
1: was funny because that really more refers to Barney's job.
0: Yeah, and and that's kind of what it got me kind of thinking about things. I have a question. Do we think that Barney taught James this lifestyle? Because we know how Barney started this lifestyle. That we see true. that. You know, he he was the, the hippie guy and everything. He was. And, and uh, we find out later on that. Uh, during that phase james hadn't come out yet like he was no, quote, yeah quote unquote straight at that time and so like i have to believe that barney taught james this lifestyle huh i had yeah. never
1: really thought about that
0: yeah and it seems like james has kind of surpassed him you know I what mean, i mean because barney idolizes his brother and so like when they're together it seems like James is like the alpha of the two. I can you know see what I mean? that. Yeah. Well, it's
1: funny because, so there's a comment that Marshall <laughs> makes during an episode one time. And it always, it always rings true in my head where Barney and Ted are talking about playing the game. And Marshall's like, please, neither of you've got game. And Barney's like, what are you talking about? He's like, well, if the game is, you know, hooking up with chicks, winning the game is getting married. Out of the three of us, only one of us is married. Yeah. So that means, therefore, I've got stronger game than, you know, you two. And that's always rang out in my head. And in this episode, you know, you've got James doing his thing where he's like, oh, let me help out my brother. You know, you, you go through the stages of seeing it. And then, like, you know, we get the big reveal at the end. And
0: Yeah, I think it's... that, I mean, I, I think, yeah, he he won the game. He won the game. You know, uh, Barney is, is, is forever playing that game.
1: I think that's also one of the reasons why Barney had such a hard time acknowledging it during this episode, because like, you know, it's his brother. Like you said, he looks up to his brother and all of a sudden now, one of the few people that he has to look up to committed in a relationship with a kid.
0: Yep. And it's like, he already lost Ted and Marshall. Now he's losing James to this and he feels, he feels essentially alone. Like he's on not by himself. Uh, throughout all this which yeah I, I mean I get that if, if this is the life that you've been living for years and for it to just now be completely uprooted I, I get that that can be that can be difficult um then we get uh, a flashback showing them as kids Barney yeah. as, names, as kids with their with their mother uh Loretta who we don't we don't actually learn her name here but we know from future uh episodes that her name is uh, Loretta Uh, though we don't see her face. It's like from the waist down and she is voiced. Do you know who she's voiced by? No, I, I, as I watched it, I instantly was like, wait a minute. I know that voice. It's Megan Mullally. Oh, okay. Yeah. For those of you who don't know, she was on uh, Will and grace uh, parks and recreation. She's uh, married to uh, Nick Offerman uh, from parks and recreation. And she's hilarious. And I was like, I know that voice, and so I was like, I, I was like, it's got to be her. So I went on to IMDb to double check, and sure shit, man, right there, it's like Megan Mullally, uncredited as uh, Barney, uh, Barney's mom. Nice. That was uh, pretty awesome. Don't know how they got her to do that, but uh, hey, man, that's pretty bitchin'. I think she probably wasn't doing much else at this time. <laughs> probably. <laughs> uh, so Barney says that uh, James is going to be his new wingman since Ted can't fulfill his duties anymore. Uh, And we get another little flashback, not as far back as when we just saw, uh, of them kind of helping each other score uh, in various scenarios. I love the one where Barney's helping James, where he's like pretending to be unconscious. Yes.
1: Yes. Does anybody know mouth to mouth? I do. Uh,
0: Uh, How about you?
1: How about you? (laughs) You My favorite one is when uh, they do the the tough guy act.
0: Oh, the, the yeah, suit. the uh hero and the pig, that one. Yeah. Yeah. Which I, I I cause I that's a little bit later, but I wrote a note in my in, in my notes about this. It sounds like something that Barney would put in the playbook. Oh yeah, definitely. You know, the name and everything. They have they have a fucking name for it. The hero and the pig. <laughs> and it, it worked out. It was it was a good play. You, you know what it kind of reminds me of when I think of like
1: the way these two are together. And I know you'll, you'll get it. This might be a reference that's going to go over a few other people's heads. Let's play Get Help. Yeah. Get-
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to play Get Help. I don't want to play Get Help. <laughs> uh, for those of you who don't know that reference, please revisit the MCU a bit. Uh-uh. Just saying. That's all. Uh, I'm not going to tell about. you where. I'm not just watching the whole thing. All, the whole thing. all like like.
1: 20 some movies
0: and 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 five shows five shows i don't know no be nice don't make them watch the shows. they're gonna they're even i'm gonna make a watch what if too (laughs) actually just complete side note if you haven't watched what if you probably should because it it seems like it's going to be linking into a lot of stuff oh yeah yeah uh, yeah go watch that uh but after you listen to our podcast you can go watch that Uh, so, uh, then James convinces everybody, uh, to go out to the club, uh, with him and Barney, instead of being lazy and staying at home, uh, once they get there, it's like they all kind of, or it's like Barney and James just kind of like fall into sync with one another. They're, Hell yeah, they're doing their thing, man. You see them in their element and it's, and it's, it's really cool to see just how much of like a, like an oiled machine that, that it is for them. And they set their sights on a girl at the bar. Uh, and this is where they decide to do the whole hero and the pig thing. Uh, they see a girl with a uh, a back tattoo and, uh, and they, and they go to work. They go to work.
1: I got to say, this play is probably one of my favorites.
0: Yeah, it's good. Hey, I baby. love yeah hey baby i love your tramp stamp (laughs) it gets all up in her grill man i
1: i love the exchange between the two of them though though too yeah he's like he's like hey hey her art is a symbol of who she is he's like you want to do something what what what
0: okay (laughs) he just backs off yeah i mean it was it's a like a perfect little play for the two of them i you know it ain't I don't know. I, yeah, I, I agree with you. It's 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 a great one.
1: Sometimes two. I feel like two man plays work a lot better than one man plays.
0: Yeah, um, I, I agree because you have somebody to to help you get where you need to go. And uh, Barney has become such a lone wolf, though. I think that's why he winds up doing this whole playbook because. Agreed. Again, we see he lost like all his wingmen. You know what I mean? Yeah, cuz
1: well I mean Ted's constantly in and out of relationships. Yeah, you can uh, from this moment him. on James is with Tom. Yeah. except for like a small window when they they split up like during yeah. like a little while and Marshall's always with Lily. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's uh it's it's he again, he's a lone wolf, so he he needed plenty of plays. Uh and it makes me I wonder cuz like we've talked a bit about over the last two seasons, you know. Oh, is this a prelude to him doing the the playbook here and there? And it makes me wonder, does he does he really start doing the playbook after this? Because I he mean, needs plays that do not require a wingman it, now. I can see that. You know what I mean? Like I, I really I wonder if, if this is kind of where uh where it starts. I we'll never really know when he's done. you know. I mean I'm sure no. maybe if we ask the creators, maybe they have an answer, maybe they don't. I don't know. If I ever that would get a, chance,
1: a really cool tweet,
0: yeah, man. If we, I mean, shit, if we ever get a chance to like interview them, I'm asking them stuff like that. Like, Hell yeah, we're gonna do crazy deep dive questions.
1: There's so much behind the scenes shit I would, lo- I would love to know yeah. that you know we're not gonna know unless we get interviews. Yeah, absolutely.
0: We'll, we'll be working on those though. We've got a lot of time, folks. Don't you worry. Uh, Charlene Amoya will not be the only interview we get. <laughs> <laughs> you can make people jealous, that's true. Uh so then Future Ted explains uh, how when you're at a club you can tell the difference between singles and the couples. Singles they're on their feet, they're moving drinking around. shots. Yeah, they're moving around, they're drinking shots generally a bit more energized. Uh whereas couples Yeah. Whereas couples are, are like obsessed with finding places to sit, uh s- kind of slow drinking things like wine. Uh and they just look like they don't want to be there. And I can vouch for this. I'm just saying. Like I mean,
1: first off, me and you—we did the bar thing like, oh, like yeah. our early twenties. We were burnt out on the bar scene before we even hit like twenty-five. It's true. Um, yeah, we we did a lot more house parties than anything after that. Oh yeah. Even even then though, we were always the guys who like we knew our shit.
0: Oh yeah, man. People would come to us to to be entertained or to have an interesting conversation. Yeah, <laughs>
1: like that time we met Amelia Emilio,
0: Emilio Emilio <laughs> Side note: Watching the SmoDown recently, that was a question. It's like who was the celebrity that they talked about meeting in, in Night of the Roxbury? Yeah. And as soon as I heard, I was like, Emilio <laughs> the Mighty Duck Man himself," and nobody knew the answer. And I was like, "What is happening here?" Wow. I, was, I, I it blew my mind. I, I was so upset. I was so upset. but that's neither here nor there. Uh, so a couple side notes here. Uh, here at the club we finally see Lily is one the one wearing purple. Uh, she's wearing a purple blouse. Uh, and the the two couples who are sitting, they're all four of them are drinking wine, which is something you rarely ever see. That is if, true If ever, honestly. You know, it's like you, Ted, Robin, Marshall, Lily, they all have wine in that scene. So I was like, OK, I'm sure it's just they're kind of pushing that point of, you know, the the single or the the couple yeah. are the ones drinking, you know, things like wine. But I feel like a beer could work, too. I don't know. Well, I mean,
1: they were definitely drinking... slow
0: drink a beer.
1: Yeah, but they were definitely drinking beers at the second bar.
0: Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, later on. They so, I mean. Were. Yeah, I don't know. It just—I th- I think it was just to kind of drive home that point of the couples, but it was just weird to see because like Ted and Marshall drinking a glass of yeah. wine. I mean, you almost never—it's well, very rare.
1: I love though that we also get a very early reference to something that will come back later on. Marshall talks about how uh, he's really mad because he can't order pink fruity girly drinks because you know people mm-hmm. uh, get really like upset about it.
0: Oh yeah, yeah I. Cause that really come comes into play a little bit uh, later, and I have a, a whole thing about about that um, when it comes up uh, later on. <laughs> uh, so James comes over as they're all sitting there. He starts complaining like about his feet. You know, he's been uh, trying to people, you know, all these guys he's not into, been chasing him down and stuff. And so he he uses the excuse uh, that you know his feet are starting to hurt a little bit. Uh, and so like right then and there, it's like, thing. it's a little suspicious. It's like, hmm, okay, okay, something's up. Something. Something's definitely up. Uh, and then Robin and Lily start kind of talking and, and kind of complaining about their bras, which I've heard this complaint time and time again. Oh, yeah. From from whether it be uh, women that I, I'm dating or uh, friends of mine. I, I definitely do not envy <laughs> having to wear a bra. Nah. Fair enough does not seem pleasant at all. Uh, then a creepy dude leans over and suggests that Lily just take it off. Let, let those puppies uh, roam free. And then Marshall has a reaction that I was not a fan of where whole he bagging. essentially sympathizes with this guy. He's like, Oh, poor guy it takes a lot of guts to approach a girl. And you just crushed him. And I'm like, I'm literally sitting here. I'm like, what the fuck Marshall? Like, If it was me, if some dude was like talking to my girl that way, I'd be like, fuck off, dude. Yeah, I was totally thinking about that during the
1: part of the episode, too. I said, you know, like, in my mind, I'm like, I probably just picked a fight.
0: (laughs) I could see that.
1: (laughs) I'm like, you want to fucking go outside? You want to fucking do this? Fucking walk away. I'm going to knock your fucking ass out. (laughs)
0: Like, you want to see my titties, bitch?
1: (laughs) We're going to do a magic trick. It's called My Beer Bottle, Your
0: Asshole. Fair. Uh, then both him and Ted start kind of going off about, you know, it's not so bad that, you know, when, when you get hit on all the time, uh, essentially kind of saying that they should be like happy that it's happening. Yeah. And I'm like, are you, are you guys really that dense? Like, come on. It's
1: like, It's <sighs> weird. Cause when this, cause this is where Marshall brings up the whole drink thing and everything. Yeah. And like, I really think they were trying to show gender equality during the scene, but it does not come off that way.
0: No, it makes like, the two of them look like assholes.
1: Yeah. And I mean again, this this came out in like 2006. Yeah. Things were a little bit different then.
0: And I um, we're kind of used to Ted kind of at times looking like an ass, but like to see Marshall be like that. Yeah. Like that's not something that, especially at this point, and really at all throughout the season, it's a series that we're used to seeing. And so it's like, it kind of bothered me that it was Marshall starting this. Yeah. I don't know. I didn't, I was not a fan of that. Uh, Then a a good looking guy comes over, offers James a drink, which he declines. And the others look at him like he's he's crazy. Like, what are you doing? Apparently uh, he's uh, had a like a bunch of guys come up, offer him drinks, and he's blown them all off all night. And this is when they realize that he's just as bad as they are. Yep. And they he 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 takes off, he goes out back into the crowd, and they spot him in the corner texting I and see. they and they realize oh shit. I think James is in a couple. In a couple. And I think it's funny because Robin is the one who has the reaction of that can't be. It's he's Barney's brother. Like yeah. I literally just met this fucking guy. Yeah. Like, and like I, I thought it was weird that she's the one having the reaction to it. I mean she literally just met this guy. Yeah. Yeah, she doesn't know. She's acting like she's known him for <laughs> known them for years.
1: Maybe and she has.
0: I mean, they do share a cousin. <laughs> it's true. They are uh technically related, actually. I've never thought about it that way—that she is actually related to James, also because it's because it's through Loretta. It is through Loretta. Is. So Loretta, yeah. <laughs> so Barney comes over. They tell him, you know, what they're thinking, what they think uh, is going on, and Barney doesn't want to believe it, of course. You know, well, it's I mean,
1: his, you know,
0: yeah, it's it's his brother. He doesn't want to believe that 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 he's going to be monogamous. Nah, man, it's his wingman. Uh, so he go. He he looks over. He sees James. Wingbro, yeah, his wingbro. And he sees James uh, on his phone. Is he he's like shocked, and he goes over there, and he confronts him about it. I was shocked. He had a sidekick. <laughs> yes, he did. <laughs> I mean, I bet that took you back, man.
1: That's took,
0: took you way back.
1: That took me way back, man. So that's a fucking T-Mobile phone.
0: Kids, sidekick. Was a type of phone before these fancy dancy uh, smartphones that we got where it slid up, hella, an actual keyboard. Didn't just slide, it didn't slide up though. Was oh, this the one that it it turned? It swung
1: up, yeah. Yeah.
0: And has a, an actual keyboard with real buttons, kids. Hell yeah. Real buttons. I know that that seems insane to you where everything is touch screen. Yes, preposterous, exactly. But uh, it was a thing. It was definitely a thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the better version of a BlackBerry. Yes, was, those buttons on the BlackBerry are way too small.
1: Dude, they were way too small.
0: Yeah, especially if you have fat thumbs.
1: I was always a fan of the full keyboard, the slide ups, full keyboards.
0: Yeah, my fucking I had, text. I had the actual like just slide up one that had the full keyboard. Not yeah, the I remember around. that. I don't remember what it was called, but uh, I loved that thing. Like for, like in that time frame. Yeah. I, I, cause I remember I went from having like a, just a basic flip phone and like having to do the, the, like the three tap bullshit yep. going cycling through cycling through the fucking letters. Ah, these kids nowadays, they, they don't know the pain. Dude.
1: I mean, <laughs> and that's the thing, like it went from being like pressing the same button multiple times to full keyboard. Now you have swipe text.
0: Yeah. I'm still not used to that. I try it. I try it once in a while and I'm just like, like I have to like really try So like, otherwise I'm I'm just like, whatever, I'm just typing. I swipe
1: text way more than anything now. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You got real used to it. I was like, oh shit, look at this guy. He's over here busting out fucking texts like a crazy man. Oh
1: yeah. I mean, that's how I communicate. Like anybody who ever wants to communicate with me, I don't really do phone calls. I'm more of a text message, uh, instant message, DM me. So I mean, people, you ever want to reach out and contact me, I will definitely respond because I love talking to people.
0: That's true. He does. Hit him up on his Twitter. It's right down there at the bottom. J1, right there. Down there. Uh, So uh, Barney winds up getting James's phone away from him and discovers that he is, in fact, in a relationship. There's a picture of him and his new guy right there on the phone, and James reveals that he's actually engaged to a guy named Tom. Tom. And so we kind of awkwardly cut from the club to McLaren's and Barney is sitting there at McLaren's. It's like, we never see him leave or anything. It's just like, he's at the club. Boom. Now he's at McLaren's. Yep. I thought it was all. I was like, okay. It took me out of it for a second, but I got back in real quick. Uh, he likes said, He's just sitting there. James comes up to him to talk and Barney's like, I'm not okay with this. And James is like gay marriage. He's like, no, not gay marriage marriage. Like Barney is we've seen this before at this stage in Barney's life. Marriage is like, it goes against like everything he believes. And we, we know this because of both times that Lily and Marshall have gotten engaged. Yeah. He had that same kind of response, you know, like you should Mm -hmm. like, what are you doing? Getting married? Like don't be an idiot Marshall. So like, we, we, we already know that he is not a fan of marriage and when it's his brother, his, his like eternal wingman, the guy who's been there for him for years, I feel like it's bigger. You know what I mean? That's why he has this bigger response. Um, and, and James even asks him to be his best man. And he's just flat out like, no. Yeah. I'm like, he's taken this real hard. They, they I mean, it, hard.
1: it goes back to like, like we were talking about a little while ago. You know, Barney's not used to having people in committed relationships around him, except yeah. for Marshall and Lily. Um, And now Ted's settling down. Now fucking James is settling down. Yeah.
0: Yeah, because like Marshall and Lily were together when they met Barney. Yep. So like the entire time that he's known them, that's, that's just been a thing. So he's never had, he, he never really lost Marshall. No. You know he's, he lost Ted and he loses Ted, you know, a bunch of times of times throughout the show, but sometimes
1: the unworthy women
0: that is true. Um, we'll see one of those next season. Mm-hmm. Stella. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, so then we get go back to the apartment. Marshall, he comes. This is where Marshall comes out of the kitchen with a fruity drink, yes. Uh, but when Lily asks if he made it for her, he's just like, Yeah, like he's. Like he's embarrassed to admit that he made it for himself, and I'm sitting here. I'm like, listen, listen. There is nothing wrong with enjoying <laughs> a fruity drink. I love myself a good blended margarita. <laughs> I love uh, a Smirnoff Ice or like a Mike's Hard Lemonade way more than I would ever go for a beer. True and saying. I don't and I don't give a shit. Who knows? I don't care. I know people are like, oh, those aren't manly drinks. Well, fuck off. Get the fuck out of here with
1: that I mean, bullshit. you're talking to the guy, though, who when we first started drinking, my drink of choice was a White Russian.
0: That is true. Like, <laughs> you, were, you were down for, for, for Dude, a White I Russian. Dude, I
1: love a good White Russian. Yeah,
0: you know, White Russian. Until maybe, like, I got told
1: it was a bitch drink.
0: And maybe then, maybe a mudslide. Throw a little yeah. chocolate in there. Uh, yeah, there you go. <laughs> but, but yeah, the the whole, like, toxic masculinity of these drinks are aren't for men it's like <sighs> if it's got i'll be honest most of those drinks tend to have more alcohol
1: i was gonna say most of those drinks have way more alcohol in them so plus like, sometimes they taste better and this is coming from a guy who i drink beer oh, yeah. i
0: like beer and yeah. but every once in a while i just want to drink the taste better dude man I, I love a fucking margaritas nice amount of tequila in there can't go wrong it tastes fucking delicious And you could get smashed off that shit. True statement. Give me that all fucking day long. Uh, And you could put a pineapple wedge in there, too. I'm down (laughs) for it. Totally.
1: Oh, man.
0: (laughs) So Bart... Put a
1: pineapple in his drink, but don't put a pineapple on his
0: pizza. That's right. Fuck that noise. My margaritas aren't hot, so I don't want your pineapple anywhere near my pizza. (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) We're going to start a war on the podcast.
1: I mean, I'm with you. I don't like pineapple on my pizza either, but I'm not a pineapple person overall, so. And this was the day Last Call
0: lost half its followers.
1: <laughs> oh, great. We're down to one.
0: Uh, so Barney comes in and starts talking about how marriage is going to essentially, like, take over side. It's going to kill off all single life, you know, because once the game starts doing, doing it, it. Yeah. yeah, then it'll spread out to everybody else. Uh <laughs> just like waxing your chest which i thought was great because he just throws that in there and they're like wait you wax your chest yeah
1: and manicures
0: yeah yeah but we we know that because That's he was true. getting he was getting one at uh when lily and marshall wanted to get married so like yeah. we already knew that he did stuff like that i think he was specifically getting a pedicure but still like we knew that uh, but they were super shocked about the, the chest waxing. Sure. But I'm like, honestly, it doesn't surprise me. You know, he's what would become known. I don't think the term is used anymore, but would become known as a metrosexual. Yeah, that's really what he I, is. I still use the term. Um, it, you know, this is a guy who's like, really takes care of himself, you know, with the grooming the, the and way everything. I've always
1: described metrosexual to people is like, a person who could presumably be gay, but is straight.
0: Yeah, I you know, well,
1: well, coiffed, good style. Yeah,
0: you know, who like is the who who has the stereotypical look of what you think of when you think of a gay person. Yeah, but isn't. Yeah, you know, that's that's definitely I think probably the most accurate way to describe that. Um, and so really, what the, all this is about. He's afraid of losing James. Like we've talked about, you know, a few times already in this. He's afraid of losing James as his wingman. Uh, like how he's lost Ted and, and everybody. Um, and in this scene, the side note here, Robin is not wearing the purple. She's wearing a purple shirt in this scene underneath her green sweater. Um, and so uh, Ted says that he should be celebrating with his brother instead of acting like this. And Barney, he gets an idea. He's going to take him out to celebrate. He's going to take him to a gay club. To a gay club. That's right. Uh and so we all they all go to the club. Marshall finally has gotten himself a fruity drink and he's like giddy about it.
1: Oh, so giddy.
0: <laughs> it's hilarious to see him just kind of like acting like a kid just so happy that he finally got himself a fruity drink. Uh and then he gets hit on by uh by a guy Kind of plays it off like he's flattered. Um, also, again, tries to deny that the drink is his. Yeah.
1: He's like, oh, it's my wife's. And she holds up her beer. She's like, no, it's not.
0: <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> She's right there, just like smacks him right back down, which I thought was hilarious. Uh, and then the guy goes, hits on Ted. Ted does the same thing. Like they're acting all like, oh, yeah, this is fun. This is great. Yeah. Uh, not making a big deal about any of it. Uh, Robin gets complimented by a a gay guy and she's happy because she's not being hit on. So it seems like, you know, everybody's kind of living the the best scenario out of all uh, the stuff that they had been talking about previously. Uh, We do learn later on that the girls, they miss it. They miss miss being hit on. Yeah. Uh, So James is talking to Barney about Tom uh, when Barney tries to hook him up with some random guy. Uh, then we see a shot of Robin and Lily dancing in cages randomly. I'm just like, okay,
1: they're enjoying their time, man.
0: Sure. Didn't know they would just let random people up in the cage, but Hey, rock on, you know, I'm
1: I'm sure they probably paid their way to get into that cage. Probably.
0: They're like, let's get in the cage. No guys are going to hit on us here. Let's do it. Uh, and then as the girls are off dancing, Ted and Marshall are having like a serious talk about something. Uh, and then a guy comes up and starts hitting on them. And this is where they start getting upset uh, about it. Cause apparently they've been hit on by like eight different guys at this point. Then they all head out. So like all this stuff happens real quick inside of this club. Yeah. Like they're not there for very long. Uh, they all head out. This is where Lily and Robin say like they actually miss being hit on. They should go find like a sports bar. But, uh, But Barney and James, you know, stay because they're the city. Well, I mean, James isn't single, but Barney's single. He's keeping his brother uh, there to celebrate. Uh, So Barney introduces James to another random guy who has tied a bunch of cherry stems together with his mouth. Uh, Barney hands him James's phone. And I noticed that he only has his phone for a matter of seconds. And yet he apparently was able to program his number into the phone. Without really doing any of that, like, sure. I, I was like, uh, it's not very believable, but okay, sure, I'll roll with it. Whatever doesn't really uh, matter that much to me. Uh, and James and Barney finally hashed things out. Barney says James has abandoned him. You know, this is exactly what we were talking about. Barney feels left, he feels abandoned, you know, uh, like he's a lone wolf on an island by himself now. <laughs> With, with no one left to crack open a coconut for him. Yeah.
1: You want me to crack coconut for you?
0: Sure. You know, you can peel a pineapple for me. That'd be cool. Feed me some grapes. I'd be no. down. Come on. Feed, your, feed
1: yourself some fucking
0: grapes. <laughs> uh, and he, he's trying to convince James to like, you know, it's not too late to back out of this whole thing. That is until James reveals that he and Tom Are going to have a baby. They're going to adopt.
1: They're going to adopt.
0: And Barney just like melts, man, at the idea of being an uncle. It's really kind of adorable. And then they hug and they make up. And then we flash forward to a year later at James and Tom's wedding. Barney gives a toast. Then we go over to Marshall and he's like, okay, it's nine o'clock. We should be heading out. You know, they're getting kind of tired. Him and him and Lily are gonna are gonna leave. But Ted and Robin are gonna stay. And this is your first clue, your first little bit of foreshadow into what, what is coming if you're if you're really paying attention.
1: Because Ted's tie is purple.
0: Yeah, yeah, yes. At this point, Ted's tie is purple. Um we don't know what's gonna happen when we were first watching it. You know, if you've never seen what comes, you know, soon. But re-watching it knowing what comes seeing the fact that they were they were foreshadowing this they were oh, telling yeah. you right here uh we also learn here marshall and lily are married at this point so yeah. like again if you had never seen any of it you know like when they were first airing it you're like oh shit okay within within a year lily and marshall are married yep. okay um Ted and Robin, they get up to go and dance. And on the surface, if you're not really paying as close attention, it just seems like they're still together. Nothing is different. No big deal because they were together here. You have no real reason to believe that they wouldn't be together a year from now. Yeah. But as we know, they break up not too long from here. Uh, It's it's at some point during this season um, that they break up. And seeing as this ep- this scene is one year later, this is post Thanksgiving, which means it's post slapsgiving Yep. And during that episode, they were having a lot of friendship issues, and that's when they wind up having sex, and their friendship reforms at the end of the episode. So it it expl it, it, like when you look back at it, it explains why they're kind of chummy here and you know why they're willing to like dance with one another and everything, because as the, as the season and of the first half of next season goes on, things really start to fall apart with them. They do. And it doesn't start to come back together until after think- slaps And so it really like, I don't know if they planned it all this way with this scene or, or how it really went. I'd love to ask them uh, how far they were planning uh, everything when it comes to this, but like it fits really, really well. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. And I noticed that too. Like, cause like they, they had like the single energy again Mm -hmm. and like, you know, they're dancing. And then I was like, oh man, yeah, that breakup's coming soon.
0: And I fucking hate it. Yeah. And the the single stamina thing, like that's exactly the reason why they stayed. Cause that's your first foreshadow. If you're really paying attention, they're both willing to stay. Because they're both single yep. Uh, at the time. Um, Ted is, at this at this point, Ted is actually close to not being single because he would have met Stella by now. That is true. And things would have been starting to Actually, percolate.
1: it's really funny, though, because that makes something else that happens in that scene more explainable, too. Okay. They're dancing on the floor. The woman in the man to the right, like when you're watching the screen, there was a couple off the right. Okay. She was wearing a bright yellow dress.
0: Oh, I didn't even notice that. Wow, okay. Huh. But, yeah, you know, uh, a big foreshadow scene here. And, if, again, if you're not paying attention, it, it'll it just fly right by you. you Pretty know? much, yeah. That's what I love about rewatching the show after right? we've seen it so many fucking times. Catching these little things and being able to talk about them. And that is why, folks, is, that is the exact reason why we do not hold back on spoilers. True. You know, because, like, there are... There are other How I Met Your Mother podcasts that do no spoilers, and that's great for them. Cool. I couldn't imagine doing this show without being able to dive into how it connects to everything. I was show.
1: gonna say I couldn't imagine trying to do spoiler-free episodes either, because <laughs> there's so much that like we'll we'll talk about something and I'll be like, oh man, this makes me want to talk about this, which makes me want to talk
0: about this. And yeah, it's it's it would be very difficult, and I feel like it gives us a little something extra for the fans, True. For the, for the real fans. So like, I'm sorry if this is your first watch through, but Hey, you know, uh, watch it and then come back and, and, and rewatch it with us. Yes. Just I think that's your best bet. You know, you can binge through the whole thing quick and then just come back through and, and listen to the show after, uh, then we meet James and Tom's baby boy, uh, Barney talks to him, but you know, he's, he's going to teach this kid how to live. Uh, and then, in the final scene, Barney is consoling this beautiful woman who is upset because, as she puts it, Tom used to love my breasts. I don't know what happened uh and then they start making out and Barney connects eyes with the baby and the baby smiles uh and the first time I re- like when I rewatched this episode, my first thought was, man who the like, this random dude must have been an idiot to to you know you know i he was into the, this chick i mean she specifically mentions her breasts and they are fantastic uh it's like how, why would you why the hell would you dump this girl based on that then the second second time i watched it i was like oh she says tom so she's like tom's ex like yeah he's gay now that I was explains wondering, I was wondering
1: where you were going with that I'm like she said
0: tom like yeah and i'm like oh okay and that made i had to change my note in here because i had a whole note about that and I, i had to change it to this is why you don't invite exes to your wedding yes which then comes back later on uh which i thought was uh interesting but yeah that right there that is the end of uh this episode season two episode 10 single stamina john what are your thoughts on this episode your final thoughts
1: it's a decent episode. It's not, not some of the other types of episodes, but it's definitely a good episode. Yeah.
0: I mean, it's it's hard to come off of something like slap bet. True. You know what I mean? Come off super... It's always going to look a little weaker when, when you're coming off of such a great episode. That is like, true. Right? Um, I, I'm glad, I like that we got to meet James finally. We get a little bit more insight. And uh, I, think, I think the ending helped boost my like of it more because i know what's coming Fair, you know if this was my first time watching it it wouldn't affect that i feel like at all but uh knowing where things will go and and how it really affected things uh yeah i i really i really enjoyed that yeah all right so let's uh let's dive into uh the last part of our show that is barney's blog Um, blog. suit up bitches that's right all right so uh this uh entry is titled stinson v stinson it was uh written tuesday november 28th of 2006 it says if there's one person in this world i trust to dispense advice to all my loyal barnacles out there it's my brother james now i know what you're thinking barney has a brother How can two Stinson's coexist without catastrophically and violently crossing the streams? Well, as Stinson luck would have it, James is gay, crisis averted, and while while we naturally agree on many issues, we sometimes conflict over some key, divisive issues. Below is a reprinted version of a live chat session in which we matched Stinson wits on three questions from loyal blog readers. If you don't have the time to read, well, the results... Are no surprise, I won easily. <laughs> so the first question was We all know gay guys dress better. What's up with that? So James starts this one off. He says, uh, It is true that gay guys inherently dress better than straight guys. You might say it's the jeans, in, in quotes, in the jeans, but it's spelled like the pants kind of yeah. jeans. Uh, he says, I'll tell you why we dress better. Necessity. Since Gator unfortunately doesn't exist, we have to rely on our strong sense of style to weed out breeders uh, when when out of town. Sandals and socks? Have fun with the ladies. Our Monty pinstripe two-button suit with neatly pressed slacks? I'll see you on the dance floor. Uh, this, then Barney interjects. He's like, if I could interject for a moment. Uh, a, while many gay guys dress better than many straight guys, I wouldn't say that's true in all cases. James, I would expect you of all people be sensitive to sweeping generalizations and stereotypes to say i'm disappointed would be an understatement and b two buttons are you trying to pick somebody up or christening a yacht two buttons james please and james is like barney cue the f you asked me to answer some reader questions barney says oh i'm not entitled to my own opinion on my own blog and james comes back with uh not when you're clearly wrong. The fact that you'd opt for three buttons over two only reiterates my point. Gay dudes dress better than straight dudes. And Barney's like, agree to disagree. <laughs> uh, then uh, they do. Uh, let see. The next question was, how do you stay in, in such great shape? Uh, Barney, Stinson men are blessed with an aggressively high metabolism. We work out when we sleep. That's not what you want to hear, but I cannot tell a lie. James uh, says, and what's laser tag? A stroll through the park? What about yoga? You told me you were taking yoga classes. Barney says, nope. James, yes, you texted me a haiku just last week. Going to yoga. Hot chicks, tight clothing, flexibility. (laughs) Barney, I'm not taking yoga classes. I'm taking from yoga class. Uh, Why sit through an hour of painful sexless stretching in some stinky room when I can simply sit outside and pick off some veritable gymnast as she's leaving. It's like window shopping, but not as taxing. And James responds with genius. And this one got me uh, to remember there is actually an episode where he does this. Remember the episode where he like steals the girl from, from Ted and like uh, they're like in each other's head about oh, it. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. 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 He does this. He hangs outside the yoga studio with the yeah. yoga mat. And that's how he picks her up. I was like, Oh, I don't remember where that is in the show.
1: Shit, that's I want to say like season.
0: But that's they like, but I mean, just in the blog, they set this up, which I think is hilarious yeah. that they did that. Uh, and then the last question that they took was, what is your favorite pickup spot? <laughs> Barney, other than directly outside of yoga class, James, please. as Barney will no doubt corroborate. Any place you're at can easily become a hot pickup spot. That being, that being said, I find the easiest place to meet men is in a gay club. When I'm, feeling lazy, when I'm feeling lazy, that is, all I have to do is walk in and smile, and I'm pretty much guaranteed to go home with somebody. Barney, I do corroborate. Any place you're at can very easily become a hot pickup spot. That being said, I find the easiest place to meet women is also at a gay club. There are always groups of unsuspecting straight women who've let let their guard down, expecting a fun night of dancing in an environment free from roaming gentlemen. And that's where Barney comes in. Either way, James, I'm surprised at you. James, but you just agreed with me. Barney, yes and no. Picking up straight women at a gay club requires finesse and dedication. Yes, it's easy, but I still don't get to just walk in and smile. James, but you wish you could. How jealous are you that I got all the good looks, Barney? That's all the time we have. See you (laughs) next week. (laughs) That was a fun one. Uh, That was. I I enjoyed that one quite a bit. Uh, So, uh, unless you got anything else you want to talk about in this episode, I think we should wrap things up. John, let everybody know where they can find you.
1: I'm still on Twitter at simply saying J1, the uh, Twitter that corresponds with my podcast and my blog. If you haven't checked it out already. Go ahead and go over and check it out. Josh, what about
0: you? And you guys can find me on Twitter at JP rainer. That's J P R A Y N O R. As well as right down here at Movie Blog Merc. That is the Twitter page for my site, Mercury Movie Blog. If you're watching this on YouTube, you are watching it on the American Movie Blog YouTube channel. Be sure to hit that like button, smash that subscribe button, click that little bell so you always get notified uh, whenever I drop a brand new video. If you're listening yeah. on uh, podcast form, Go over to anchor.fm slash last call, H-I-M-Y-M. Leave us a voice message. We will play that on air. Oh, uh, if yeah. yeah. if you're listening on Apple or Spotify if you, and you feel like leaving us a five-star review, we will read that out on air. We've done that many, many times. So please do that. It helps us out, gets us uh, higher up in the rankings. More people will find us that way. It's really, really appreciated. And it's uh, really awesome of you guys. Yeah, absolutely. We love it. every time we see one. It, it, it warms the heart. Uh, and be sure to follow us on Twitter at last call, H I M Y M. Uh, I'm on there quite often. So if you got any questions, comments, concerns, put them out there, you know, uh, we'll, we will address them. You know, if you got a funny meme you want to share, share that funny meme. I love, I love that kind of stuff. So, uh, yeah, uh, this has been the latest episode of last call at McLaren's, uh, John, that's all I got for him. What do you got for him?
1: Ladies and gentlemen, you don't have to go home, but you
0: can't listen here. All right, catch you next time.